Mr. Tangle. Dave. Dave Harding. Dave's Tangle Free. It is good to have you on the podcast, the Salmon Trout Sealheader Podcast. Um, Dave. Great to be here. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dave, um, what year did you start the company, Dave's Tangle Free? Well, it was 2012. We officially started. And it was a couple of years before that that I'd been tinkering around and, and coming up with a lead-free option. Okay, so tell me about that. Um, where did the whole kind of uh, idea to tinker around come from? Well, it was uh, specifically on the Nistucco on a winter in 2009. Nistucco River? Yeah. Oregon coast, okay. Yep. yep. And I was fishing with my brother, and I was drift fishing with some slinkies and uh, I used pencil lead too, but I like I preferred slinkies, and the setup with that was seemed to to be something I liked. I liked making slinkies. I liked making tackle. I liked putting my hands on everything, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, for some reason, it just dawned on me in the middle of the river that uh, my slinky was getting wrapped around my leader, mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't get that image out of my head, so I uh, I just kept that's when I wanted to make something low profile and start using split rings to tighten everything up to where there was absolutely nothing that could get wrapped around my leader. That was, that was kind of where that design came from. For sure. Which is just kind of a common problem. So for someone like me, I would just kind of put up with that and keep, you know, keep doing it. (laughs) Okay. So you're a, you're a tinkerer. You like to play around with fishing gear. So so what did you do then, uh, first of all, when, when you started messing with that? Well, I was uh, using some, uh, you know, some materials from industry that I've been familiar with all my life. I've what worked, is that? Well, it's like the shrink tubing and you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some certain glues or whatnot. And just, just trying to, to make something more sleek. And I was using lead, you know. I was using lead. I was trying to make a better package than a slinky was my point. Okay. And uh, it dawned on me um, that there was no lead-free options, really, that worked. That anybody could really use for that application. And it it just kind of made me think. It was something that I I thought needed to be there at this point in time. You know, it's been... We've been using lead for fishing since the Egyptian days, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just something, something, something different. Steel is a much better material, I believe. My wife and I have um, been together 18 years now this summer. Mm-hmm. And 2020. Yep, yep. And 10 years ago, we, uh, we, we were both hitting 40 and or just, just about 40, you know, 12 years ago. Right around there, right around 2009, 2010, we were in our 40s, and yeah. my wife got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we knew that this was going to be our first and only child, and we were, um, we never thought it was going to happen. Yeah. So Which we were, exciting. the yeah. the process we went through with the doctors and everything was pretty intense being in our age group. So we were high risk, basically, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Once you get over 40, you're kind of high risk for having children. Oh, totally. Uh, and so I just wanted to take out um, a lead risk, you know. I didn't want to have any lead. I didn't want to touch lead. I didn't, didn't want to have to mess around with any lead being around the house from fishing. Well, it's kind of, yeah, it's 
you know, by this time, it's kind of an obvious toxin yeah. that we all fish with. You know? Yeah, I knew it back then, too. So, yeah. I mean, I just didn't want it around any, uh, you know, it's, it's really bad for uh, pregnant women and, you know, toddlers. I mean, you know. Yeah, infants and toddlers. Infants yeah. and toddlers, it's bad stuff for them. So for sure. So just a good precaution for, for what you were doing. So, yeah. so what made you decide on steel? Then. Oh, I've always used steel. I've always welded. I've always made things out of steel, mm-hmm. and I just knew that that was going to be something hard. It's it's kind of hard to to. Uh, it's not very malleable. Malleable. Yep. So it's it's a little tougher. You get what you get with steel. So you whatever you use it with, it has to be something that's pretty much already out there mm-hmm. it's already made for a different purpose that you could try to seize for a different you know to repurpose you know and the the balls is what i i was able to harness and yeah. and make that work but steel in general i've just always been comfortable making it you know using using steel and, and fabricating and all that stuff so for sure it, so what what would you say is uh kind of the trademarks or I guess what's the word for it uh, capabilities of steel or perhaps the differences oh, yeah. between steel and lead yeah and as far as for fishing I think it's a it's comparable to lead I mean it's not as dense of course but it's pretty close yeah it's pretty close I mean it's it sinks fast I mean it's it's a it's a pretty dense material yeah you know there's there's more dense materials out there but steel is one that's on the cheaper side because there's a lot of steel for sure yeah so if you can find the right manufacturers, and in my case, I found American manufacturers for these, for everything, most everything that I, I use, mm-hmm. it, uh, it it comes together pretty nicely, you yeah. know, as far as... Well, and that's a big part of what you, what you do is yeah. uh, big focus on USA-made products. Yep. Um, I mean, so. Roscoe Swivels, you know, they've been around, I think they made the first swivel in fishing. Really? Wow. And they've been around forever. And you use those in your weights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, they're they're real good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, a great American company over in yeah. New York. So, so you're using a, a, a USA product in your USA made product. Yep, and yeah. basically repurposing other USA made industrial Curious. items. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, yep. stuff that's already there. I mean, yeah, I'm a small guy. Um, I can't. You know, there's no way that I can. You know, I don't have any of the power of millions of quantities of things and yeah. I never did in the beginning so I always had to to what's at hand and what's mm-hmm. what can I repurpose it's already within industry you know for sure but you're not just grabbing and sourcing the cheapest material oh no any no. overseas stuff just to just to keep it cheaper it's nope you're sourcing not at all quality materials so okay well mm. cool so tell us um a little bit about what is what would you say as far as uh, the actual fishing weight and uh, kind of the differences between lead and steel as it relates to the water? Okay, what I've found out was, uh, <clears throat> you know, steel sinks pretty quick. It does about about as, the same as lead. I, I think it's real comparable. Sure. Um, but as far as the what it does when it hits the bottom, and you know, lead is very dense and it likes to 
it kind of sticks, you know, it, it, it doesn't bounce. There's no, no energy in it to lift it from a rock. If it hits a rock on the bottom of the river, it's going to stay on the bottom, yeah. you know. Whereas steel, whether it's coated with uh, rubber or whatever you do with steel, it's got more energy. You know, if you think about a pinball machine, mm. you know, if you, if you use a lead ball and a pinball machine you know, the, instead of the steel ball that they come with, You'd have a different result. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. it wouldn't a dead it, balance. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't go all over the place like the steel ball does. Yeah. So they don't necessarily bounce, but they they hold some energy that um, mm -hmm. keeps it from sitting still. You know, mm -hmm. it just carries a little bit, and then if with the a little bit of a coating on it, that can even help it a little more. Not necessarily bounce, but just just keep moving and not falling into the smallest crack where lead will want to find the smallest crack on the bottom and go yeah, into it you yeah. know what i mean so i've actually heard uh, some of the of course bobber dogging was kind of the big rage i think that put dave's tango free on the map um obviously it's expanded way beyond that since there's no question of that but for bobber dogging um i've kind of heard it said that you know that your weights kind of hunt so to speak yeah kind of move along the bottom and uh yeah have that movement with those angles and uh that kind of presentation it uh it goes down it goes with the water very well i believe yeah for sure so yes. um speaking of bobber dogging uh you know dave Singlefree came on the scene and i was i was lucky enough to be able to be um i would say kind of an early adopter although there were certainly people fishing it before me no doubt um, and I got to kind of get to know it, first of all, and I, I remember being a little paranoid, you know, of course, because we're all stuck in our ways and superstitious, and so mm -hmm. I would use it for one technique and, and be a little paranoid and then try it with a different technique, and oh, it works here, and oh, it mm -hmm. works here, and uh, pretty soon I'm using it for, you know, everything. Yeah. But w how about we go uh, a little bit into the whole bobber-dogging scene, which really blew up fairly recently here in the northwest how um how did that fit into your whole business uh, i guess plan and experience and and tell us a little bit about that explosion of bobber dogging yeah it was uh you know about two specific sizes of weights mm -hmm. that worked extremely well for that and so that made it a little bit easier for me as far as the production side of it mm -hmm. i could uh what sizes those are third ounce and half ounce. Yeah. Yep. Um, which third ounce is just, uh, just shy of three eighths of an ounce. So yeah. Anybody's yep. you know. So you, yeah, you can use we that. Pretty much three coined. No problem. Coined the yep. third ounce. Uh, I thought that was a neat size when we came out with that. For sure, no one else was making a third ounce. No. Yeah. No, it was three eighths or whatever. Yep. But yeah, third ounce was a it's a great size and um, half ounce and third ounce. I honed in mainly on those two sizes for uh, a couple years straight mm -hmm. and it was it was pretty good I, I got really good at making those sizes and and that led to the changes or where i'm at now with every size i mean it's, it's really easy now for most sizes for me but yeah um yeah it was basically harnessing those sizes and then thinking about a pack that could uh a pack with some uh connections in it uh, and, and some diagrams and options to help people in a sturdy case. You know, that was those are the, the couple things I was looking for 
with something that would last, a case that would last, a couple tips and a couple pieces of uh, terminal tackle, swivels and whatnot mm-hmm. to, to get people started. And, yeah, and the Roscoe swivels and yeah, such included. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, it, it took off uh, pretty nice. I mean, it became, I think that if you were a novice at that time and you picked up a dog and pack, you were you were right there you know we yeah, you, you could see the diagrams that, that the the guides are using basically i mean it was it was kind of neat to to be able to open that up a little bit for for anybody walking into it you know for sure and so for me i had the experience of using them for trout using them for bass i did a lot of float fishing on my sliding rigs with the dave sanga free but i didn't really know i mean i knew about the bobber dogging scene i knew about the craze um, but I, it really didn't connect in my brain until I went out with Brandon Glass, hmm. Team Hookup Fishing. Yep. Um, and Brandon was always a nice guy, um, you know, clearly a smart fisherman. Um, and I got the chance to go out with him on a Lama Glass trip where he was using the third ounce, I think, almost exclusively. Um, maybe some half ounce, maybe some quarter ounce, but he used the third ounce a lot. And... Uh, I saw that double rig that he would use where he would run a leader to a yarn ball with eggs and then another leader off the hook with a bead. And that is the first time that I saw Dave's Tango Free Weights really used in that format and it was mind blowing. Yeah. We never lost a weight that day and uh, we had 20 plus bobber downs, we probably only landed 10 plus or so you know because fishing with beads you tend to lose a lot but that was pretty mind-blowing because to that point i'd kind of used it in the same capacity as most weights and then i got to see how they uh how they hunted really so that was pretty phenomenal so you had quite a few guides starting to pick pick them up and start to promote them at that time Um, would you say that is when the brand really took off yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, there was, there were several things happening back then, and uh, one, we were doing lots of seminars everywhere I could get a chance. For sure. Whether it was a steelheaders meeting or a sportsman's warehouse, fisherman marine, or whatever store would let me come down. We went from Seattle to, you know, Las Vegas to pushing yeah. these weights, and and I, I spent a lot of time doing that. I had a basically a. A trade show booth that I carried with me everywhere I did these speeches and all that yeah. and, um, met a lot of really cool people but the guides certainly helped probably they had a lot to do with it because they, they it helped them yep so they you know they were they were pretty clear on their message that it will help anybody and, yeah. and that, that was nice you know and it's not like you were paying them or sponsoring them they just kind of were attracted to the product yeah i mean i'd i'd spoke in front of most people by then and everybody knew that i was just a family guy yeah out here in portland and just trying to just come up with an idea on my own and uh i think they most people most people still have, have a lot of respect for that it's, it's just uh a fisherman and, and a fisherman's dream. I mean, just to—that's the American dream. Yeah, really, the American you know. dream, and yeah. you know, and and just coming through with the phone calls, answering the phone, answering the emails, and yep. answering—you know—putting information out there, and 
not being afraid to stand up in a crowd and and uh you know explain myself and mm -hmm. you know some crowds were tougher than others but uh you know i think i got the message out that uh i have something that you might want to try and with the backing of the guides it, it i think it made it a lot easier for some people to 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 look at them and and after using them with certain guides you know i, I think that gave people an opportunity to to uh you know, see them in use and be like wow i want to try this myself so but yeah it's it's funny you brought up brandon glass because my he took my son and i i think my son was uh this was about five years ago four or five years ago took my son and i on a we went for a half day yeah <clears throat> at the beginning of a season one of the seasons i, I can't remember which one it was 2015 or 16 yeah. or something like that but uh and, and i you know, I'd been making the weights and did some bobber dogging on the, the banks here and there, but hadn't been in a in a boat with a guide with a program at that point. So yeah. we went out with Brandon and, and Cody Herman, actually, yeah. and uh, yeah. my son. And my son caught his first uh, uh, native steelhead, yeah. and that was a yeah. great memory. Uh, and Doing we the bobber dogging thing? Bobber dogging, just like you yeah. said, with the double hooks and the... The yarnies and the beads. And well, who better to learn from? Oh man, Cody it was amazing to yeah, see how well that worked. I mean, I was just like, well, see, those guys are all about efficiency, it, yeah. and that's kind of that's kind of part of the program. Is you know, you want to stay in the water, you want to keep going. Yeah. Um, those guys are running trips every single day, and they have multiple clients, so it's pretty yeah. special. It was amazing. I'm sure it's pretty special was, to see guides like that of that caliber using oh, your weights. Yeah, I've got nothing but. Uh, gratitude for these people you know that, that listened to me and, and gave them a shot you know so I mean, speaking of that you know nowadays it's like dave's tangle free bobber dog and steelhead fish and trout fish and people know you know it's there's you don't really have the resistance anymore but tell me a little bit about when you started out those first couple of years and uh how people looked at you and and, and talked to you about this product did you have resistance oh yeah 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 i don't know how many people told me that um they they don't work as i advertised them you know s snag resistant they no one believed it <laughs> i mean it's hard to believe everybody you know that's trying to sell something oh but, for sure there's marketing everywhere <laughs> you yeah. know so it's everyone yeah, says I got a lot product of that. is the greatest yeah. i got a lot of that they, yep. you know these aren't going to work how, why would this why would this work and you know and told them lead free and you know, no one really cared about lead free. They're like, you know, then I, <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, I used to tell people, well, what, what are we going to do if they ban lead? What happens then? And, uh, you know, one guy's response was in the industry was, well, if that happens, they'll have a hundred companies like you doing what you're doing right now mm -hmm. overnight. So it, it kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit, but I never yeah. stopped. I, yeah. I knew that I just kept looking and no one's coming up. You know, I, I look nationally this searches naturally to stay on top of this and what was going on in this this realm of lead-free fishing weights and there was absolutely nothing yeah that was sticking and, and nothing that anybody was talking about nothing new and fresh so for sure i knew that there was a an opening that was something quality could could have there's a spot for them you know there's a place on yeah. the shelf you know but you were a little early on the ball because you know come 2020 there's people scrambling to make a product you know 
you know, the, the lead-free products for these different areas that require it and stuff, but you were kind of getting into it in a thankless era, so to speak. When, oh, yeah. When people weren't necessarily requesting it. So Yeah, it was all about performance. Yeah, so not just... It wasn't just, about lead-free. No. It's not about the lead-free. Oh. And, and I would kind of say it still isn't, because people don't talk about that no, when they're no. talking about your weights. They That's fine. I mean, yeah. it's... It's a performance. Uh, it's a it's perf- more about performance how they weight. fish. How they fish and what they how they they look they look good. They're clean. Yeah. You know they're not gonna. You know they they just uh, some benefits to it. Yeah. Some added benefits and it looks nice and it's clean and you know that, that's that's what I like. Oh, for and sure. I think that's what a lot of people see in our packaging. You know, which I try to make certain uh, theme packs, if you would, for different species to. To just help people get dialed in to, you know, a different, you know, they may be the, some of the same weights in some of these packs that, to go uh, intersect each other. But if somebody's fishing for, you know, salmon or steelhead or trout or bass or walleye, kokanee, catfish, all yeah. these, I've got starter packs for them that um, with with a combination of rig tips and rigging choices with the the terminal gear that i put in there from roscoe yeah it's a great place to start for anybody you know i mean you don't have to be i mean you could you could try catfishing for the first time and if you buy a catfish pack for instance mm-hmm. you got what you need to get started for sure with, with the terminal part and the uh the weights so yeah so you basically just need your rod reel main line and then your leader and bait yeah and then you kind of take care of the rest. So, yeah. um, you know, just in my personal opinion, I kind of like the idea of, you know, I've been using um, your weights for quite a few years now, ever since uh, I was working with the Addicted Fishing um, group. Yep. We had sponsored them many years ago. And uh, Marlon and I started playing with them, and they were, they were really cool. Um, and one thing that I kind of noticed is I got to forget about the weights. And... Forget about the swivels and all that stuff, and they just worked. Focus on my bait. So yeah, you've really got um, more than just, uh, I guess, what would be kind of the best sellers of your weights, which are, you know, kind of the the famous Dave's Tango Free design. You also uh, do the cylinder weights as well. Yeah. What sizes? Uh, from four ounce up to twenty four ounce with mm-hmm. uh, colors included, uh, color options, and it's a built in swivel. Um, steel they yeah. work really well they work they work extremely well for plunk controlling um, chunking whatever you want to do with them when you need a bigger weight um, they're just they're a little new to the market and, yeah, yeah but they're there and I make plenty of them people like them and uh, they're definitely different they're something different they, they stand up on the boat better they don't roll all around you know they're normally marked you could mm-hmm. mark them the come marked so you know what size they are and different colors also color uh, them, yeah lead free you know which is nice some people some people are you know getting a little bit more aware of lead and a lot of people are wanting to change their mind about lead so yeah, i'm, I'm sure. here for that you know yeah i mean it's definitely a different um, kind of conversation than it was mm-hmm. you know five years ago for sure well i think it's about the same but i i honestly haven't seen a whole big shift with lead because lead is uh we've been using lead for fishing weights since 
I think it goes all the way back to the Egyptian days, and um, I don't think that'll change mm-hmm. anytime soon. I know there's some restrictions here and there, but as a whole, um, you know, the, the bottom line, the industry is just not confident that there's something else to replace lead with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we keep making these, and well, I'd be, say they're getting you know, pretty confident. I mean, yeah. these, the weights are yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> You know, five years ago, people would look at you funny if you said you were using lead-free weights. And the funny thing is, is nowadays, <laughs> it almost seems that if you're bobber dog and, and you're not using Dave's, they'll look at you funny for that. So yeah. it's a kind of an interesting thing. But you know, so so what are some new things that you've been uh, that you've been up to lately? Ah, uh, just. Uh a lot more fishing than I've ever done in my life. Well, that's nice. <laughs> for one. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah that is nice. Yeah. Um, what know, about uh, uh, product-wise? Am- no, product-wise, you know, we've just, we've got some bestsellers on Amazon now that are, you know, actually moving between one and three ounce uh, across the country are cool. getting more and more popular, sizes that I would only make a few hundred a year back in the day, and now... Yeah. Well, that's that's a big part of the pie right now, that's and that's cool. nice because it's a, it's a it's a lot of weight, and I'm just you know it's it's nice to see because I've the the, the research and development that I did you know seven eight years ago um, is kind of lining up with uh, what I'm doing now. It yeah. feels nice, you know. It feels for nice sure. that those things are in line. Yeah, I mean you've been in it for the long haul, so how does yeah. it feel for that to be really kind of uh, coming into fruition now oh it's great i mean you know i i just honestly thought that uh you know i didn't think it would take this long (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty naive in the beginning yeah you know uh but yeah it's it's great it's 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 cool we you know my son and i we love fishing together we love tinkering with tackle and rigs and you know it's just it's a it's a fun it's a something that fun to do working with our hands and uh just and then making something at the end of the day that the people people enjoy using it, it it's it's pretty amazing pretty humble about it you know well yeah i mean one of the things that's got to be pretty special is knowing all the fish that have been caught <laughs> on your weights because i mean those are pretty much going through your hands you know yeah i mean yeah, that, that's kind of cool too, you know. <laughs> but I don't think about that as much. But you, you know, probably should think about it a little more for inspiration <laughs> on those uh, yeah. on those long days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, yeah. Well, I know for myself, it's just been countless fish, yeah. trout, bass, steelhead. Oh yeah, it's. I caught a steelhead using your weights this morning. Awesome. <laughs> so did my buddy. So that's, you know, it's it's pretty cool. special. I mean, that's yeah. That's uh, you know, it's it's nice to see that they're they're producing and mm-hmm. they're contributing to people's confidence on the water. You know, yeah. that's that's what it really comes down to. So, aside from the weights, what have you been doing fishing wise lately? Oh, a lot of kokanee and kokanee. A lot of uh, lake trout and kokanee for the summer, of course. Lake trout, like Mackinac trout or no, rainbow? No, rainbows. Oh yeah, yeah. You yep. Know, yep. In the mountains, uh, we like to go up there. Spend a day on the mountains, on the lakes up there, uh, Washington, Oregon, whichever, yeah. and a lot of kokanee. Kokanee's a lot of fun. It's a nice program to dial in. And it is. Very our, popular. Our weight 
package for that is just works really good mm-hmm. and in that same kokanee pack works for you know fishing for uh you know trolling on lakes for trout you know uh but yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to maybe a couple walleye trips ahead in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. and then we're gonna then we're going fall fall chinook and yeah we're fishing. gonna dial up the fall chinook and yep. the steelhead and yep. we'll see what kind of uh Runs we get back and for sure I'm gonna uh, need some four and six ounces yeah. for that so that'll be fun. Well, I I really appreciate you jumping on the podcast, Dave. Um, I've been enjoying the weights for years. It's been an absolute pleasure to work with you, you know, over these years and yeah, um, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a really cool product, you know, yes. and made right here in Portland, Oregon, where we are right now. So handmade, handmade, and inspected everyone's handmade and inspected by me always has been i think i'm gotta be close to half a million or more <laughs> that's a lot of <laughs> weights now. that's a lot of weights yeah, it's gone through my hands so yep yep it's pretty cool it's yeah. pretty cool and uh yeah i'm glad to be here i'm glad to talk about it with you and uh, i look forward to the fisheries ahead of us and and maybe some new product lines i'm not sure exactly it'll always be um weight you know lead free weight and some terminal stuff you know working with brosco uh connections wise so it's it's just going to be about making it easy for people to have their weights and terminal tackle figured out you know that's that's my that's my uh mission is to just help people you know across the country any fishery any time and to uh to contribute to their success and confidence so where can people find your weights www.davestanglefree.com or Amazon. We're on Amazon. Um, there's select stores around that like to carry our stuff. Uh, great customers of ours. Um, you'll find them just a, a few throughout the Northwest. Um, and yeah, just davestanglefree.com. That's that's going to be the best place, I believe. Um, that's getting it directly from us. Mm-hmm. And we've uh, shipped thousands of packages out. Um, we'll continue doing that uh, in a timely manner. And mm-hmm. um, every customer is uh, matters to us. So, Absolutely, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Dave. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Just another episode of Salmon Trout Steelheader. It's been really good to talk to a tackle manufacturer right here in the usa and uh if you guys don't mind subscribing and telling your friends about this podcast we appreciate you listeners um and may you have wonderful fishing ahead and thank you so much for listening